Fight presents. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Fight presents. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. You're watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, aka the Canadian Assassin, and she is the host and producer of In Cat We Trust. She's also one of the writers and hosts for Women's Wrestling Talk. Please welcome Katrina Blake. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, hey. And she is the senior writer and host of Women's Wrestling Talk. Please welcome Nikki Bushi. What's going on, everybody? Hey, hey, and today we have an amazing show. Of course, nothing but amazing guests, and today is no exception. Y'all have been trying to get this, this beautiful woman on the show for a minute, and we finally made it happen. Please welcome the Jessica Rabbit of wrestling. Please welcome Renee Michelle. Hi, you guys. Thank you for having me. Hey, hey. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um working out sore <laughs> as always what we just talked about earlier um later i probably like work on the front yard raking all these old old mulch up and everything you know more power to you i when when i got my house i was like they're like are you gonna take care of the girl i'm like no i will i will not be you can continue having whoever's doing it continue it's a lot it. of work i i can't find i think i killed about two hinges in my front yard so not at all. Nikki? How am I doing? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm here. I, I'm here. I, I'm so busy. I just, um, it's, it's, it's a whirlwind. We're still in Women's History Month, um, and we're on the road to so many different things in women's wrestling. So, yeah, I'm, I'm here in prison. Hey, Katrina? Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> been a crazy day to me unfortunately but you know like Nikki said I'm still here and still pushing so all right um, still speaking still pushing uh you've been in the game Renee for nine years um yes. you know you you hit that decade mark and it's so crazy because um I've been in like the broadcasting game for that too it's and then you just think like in a blink of an eye it's like oh shoot it's been a minute so yes. what has changed from when you started from that point to now Oh gosh, a lot have changed. Um, starting out, like you know, I feel like every like nineteen years, like the business do change because back in the day, before I even came around, it was a lot of female managers, and now there's not too many female managers mm -hmm. to. You know, there's like now more of tag team women than before there wasn't that many of tag team women you know and um before like 
there weren't many opportunities for women and now there's many opportunities for women and granted like even on the biggest stage you know there's like that small window of opportunities for women it's kind of like you kind of play like claw tooth and nail just to try to get a spot on tv just to be able to have like that five ten maybe 15 minutes of like being on tv compared to like men on the roster they majority of it i guess 90 95 of it is men mm -hmm. so we definitely came a long way nikki um, so you've been everywhere when it comes to wrestling. Uh, name three opponents you haven't faced that you would like to. Oh, three? Yeah, I want three. Oh, you want three. Okay. So <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind ever wrestling my first uh, my first female trainer, which is Chigu Zanagio. Back in the day, her and Lioness Asuka were tag team partners known as the Crush Girls. And Chikuda, she was the owner and founder of Gaia, which is now called Marvelous. Like, I definitely look up to her. So I would love to be able to, you know, be in the ring and wrestle her. But obviously, that's like, I'm not trying to do no explosion matches. So I highly doubt, you know, that that's out the window. Um, I definitely wouldn't mind being in the ring with Asuka. You know, like, because I think she either got trained by Lioness Asuka or got inspired by Lioness Asuka. So there's, like, a little bit of a history between the two, you know, with that. And since my trainer was Chiguda Nagio, and then um, that's her. Like, I already wrestled Mickey. I already wrestled Melina. Gosh, um, I wouldn't mind getting the ring with Natty, you know. Mm -hmm. She is an OG in the ring, so I wouldn't mind you learn learning from you know OG herself. And then is it weird that I wouldn't mind getting in the ring with Foxy, as crazy as she is, <laughs> you know? Ooh. So I would definitely love you know to be in the ring with Foxy. Like I can't really think of like just three. There's so many girls I want to be able to get in the ring with, you know? Like um, yeah. <laughs> Oh, my top one for now, right now, is uh, besides Chiguza, Natty, and Foxy, is Serena Deeds. Mm. What better way to learn from the professor herself? That part. <laughs> um, so you are, you're a free agent, and you work for so many different companies and promotions. So what is something you learned the most from doing that and being in free agency? Um, I learned how to become adaptable, you know, like, especially like when you're dealing with different trainers, everyone in different promotion, everyone have their own unique style, everyone have their own teaching and learning format. So you definitely want to learn how to become coachable, adaptable, not just say not be a know it all because you're learning something new every day and more so be open minded. But I, I love that as a challenge for me. But because of me, if I have to wrestle someone from you know, from Mexico who only speaks Spanish, I could be able to deliver lucha. If I had to wrestle someone who only speaks Japanese, thank God I took Japanese in college, I'm able to deal with that. You know, if someone like from the UK is more into their technical style or even like, I, I think like the South here in the US, you know, they're more into that or, or character work, I'm able to deliver that. 
So it really depends on the crowd, let alone the individual who I'm working with. But that's what I love about being so adaptable instead of just being stuck to one particular thing. So uh, let's 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 run it back because you just kind of skirted over that. You took Japanese in college. Yes, I did. So like you like you fluent now, like we can just drop you in Japan right now and you be good. I mean, like kanji is hard for me. So kanji I always struggle with, but hiragana, kantaka, I got you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, right. I love okay. it. <laughs> All right then. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, lo I love it. it. Just it's it's um it seems like a hard. I'm still struggling with Spanish, so kudos to you on that. I, yeah. I love well, the fact that like. What the thing is, like, with Spanish and Japanese, they're very similar. Like, the writing format, you know, like, here in the U.S., we, like, we have, um, you know, they go by vowels. So, and how the way, like, um, what's the word for it? I forgot. I'm having a moment. But it's like... Um, like, here in the States, we have subject-verb agreement. Yes. For, but, for, but in Spanish, they have it the other way, just the same right. way as Japanese. It's the same. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, I'm having a moment. I know what it is. And I, I, I kudos to you. Um, now you did mention kind of you've been to different promotions. Um, it was it's been a minute when you were um doing the whole thing with your husband for twenty four seven. Yes. Um, did you get any like feedback like any, from any of the promotions that you were with? Like, did you get any feedback from them as far as like? Oh, like you're on the right track. Keep doing this, or you know, what what was that kind of experience like? As far as you know, did you get to talk to anybody who is in that position to hire you? No. So actually, a lot of the people on the roster thought I was signed, <laughs> but I wasn't. You, you know? have to look like it. You, I could see you fitting in. That that's oh, why. Thank I, you. Know, like, well, a lot like Natty and a few of the girls, or even a few of the guys, thought I was signed because I was doing a whole storyline and everything else, and. They keep bringing me back, but that wasn't even the case. I'm just getting paid, you know, and how the way I see it, this is more opportunity for me. This is more TV time for me. I'm able to learn from the producers and the cameraman and everything else from there. And well, you know, it's kind of unique, but it's like for an unsigned talent, I was able to open up Monday Night Raw alongside with my husband. So I don't know anyone who ever done that before. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, learning from like Carmela and our truth and a bunch of the guys. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. It looked fun. And what about AEW, your experience there? Did like did they give you any feedback from your um experience there? As far as they as far as I know, it's like because there's like there's there's a lot of people there. So everyone's, you know, very unique in their own way, you know. Um they always tell me good things, you know, but it really all depends on what they're looking for. Like, granted, I may look the way, I may look the part, as many people would say, oh, you should have been signed a long time ago, but it's, it's not my choice. It's what they're looking for during the time. You know, it's the right place, right time. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they're not looking for a sexy character. Maybe they're looking for someone younger. Maybe they're looking for someone older. Maybe they're looking for someone that's more on the innocent side, maybe there might be looking for someone more on the sexier side. That definitely makes sense. Well, through your journey, I mean, you faced Amber Rodriguez, Mickey James, Melina, and we you talked about this earlier briefly, but I wanna know, 
through any promotion, wherever you've been, whether it's MCW or whether, you know, no matter what, who's been your toughest opponent thus far? My toughest opponent so far? Mm -hmm. Oof. Honestly, hmm. My toughest opponent? Gosh, that's a good question. <laughs> I would say Melina. She brings it out of me. You know, like we look like we're legit killing each other. <laughs> so I remember wrestling Melina when I was in MCW and then over in Barbados. Mm. So in Barbados, they haven't had a show since 1989. So it was so many years. So when um, Melina, I think it was like three years ago that we wrestled in Barbados. You know, like for for a short woman, she has a lot of power. <laughs> I, I give her, I give her that. She has like a lot of Latin fire, but we both love it. You know, we both love each other outside the ring. We both love each other inside the ring. She brings it out of me. I bring it out of her. And you know, I love Melina. So since you mentioned uh, like Melina being your toughest opponent, and you worked with both her and Mickey James, which are like both legends and they own right. What was that experience like for you working with both of them, you know, being in the ring with them? I I love it because they make you feel very welcome, you know, and, you know, they love to hear, like, your different ideas and try to put a story all together and, you know, make it exciting. Um, Mickey, she is a fireball, you know, but, you know, I would say, like, the time that I wrestled her, it was definitely, like, you know, she makes you up your game and, you know, there's more like on the comedy side that the times that her and I have wrestled in the ring with Melina is more like sometimes our extensions almost be pulled out of our heads <laughs> with each other. But, at you know, when we're back, we're like, I love you, bitch. I love you, too. You know, <laughs> like, you know. And then, like, uh, you know, I did I did some uh, social media digging through your Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. Um, you got a lot going on. So how do you balance? Um, your life like you know wrestling um like do you watch a lot of wrestling to kind of keep up to what up to date um your fitness like you know married life like do you guys talk about wrestling or do you kind of leave that i'm married like to my husband all he 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 is nothing but eat sleep everything wrestling okay by the time i wake up it's wrestling on tv if i'm even if i'm listening to the news i'm hearing wrestling upstairs even oh if i go goodness. upstairs you know he that man is watching wrestling so i'm around it all the time even when i go to bed he brings a laptop into the bed and wrestling's on i cannot get away from it <laughs> listen shout out to that man i don't mean a fan girl right now but shout out to that man that man is a legend i'm glad he's keeping you in the know as he should I mean, the laptop to the bed, though, that's, I mean, that's that's that man does not that's like that man eats, sleep, and breathe wrestling, you know, like, I can't even have a break, like, a, a breather, like, even when he goes to the gym, and on his phone, and with the earpods on, I'd be walking past, it's wrestling, if it's not wrestling, it's a podcast, a wrestling podcast. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, so I'm surrounded right. by it. And, you know, thank God for him. And me, me, I wouldn't say like wrestling kind of like being around him. He definitely opened my eyes to like a lot of things. I guess what he called it, I got clued up too soon mm -hmm. in the world of wrestling. <laughs> so, yeah, so kudos to him for sure. <laughs> to the bed, though, that, that, that one. Man. I'll be like, like even when I'm sleeping, I'm waking up in the middle of the night wrestling. 
Listen, we we love it. I mean, you both have been very impactful to wrestling all over. So I have to I have to ask, what was it like, and what are some of your biggest take takeaways with working um, in NWA Empower? Oh wow, um, being event. able. Being able to like meet like you know all the other legends like you know such as Gail Kill. Actually, I do want to get in the ring with Gail Kill. You know, too bad that she like retired. I'm like, I'm hoping the grace of God that she come unretired. You know, I always have this saying like, you know, you never truly retire when it comes to wrestling. You know, you're always gonna have the itch. You know, but um, you know, like meeting like you know seeing Mickey reuniting with her again, meeting Gail. You know, I absolutely love her, her husband. Like, don't don't drink with him. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, it, it was definitely a breath of fresh air. It, I'm glad that it was like an all women's, you know, show. And like, you, we were able to, I was able to meet all different women from all over the place that I never even met or they have met me from down the line. And they remember me when I was started out, when I used to do like the whole Native American you know, gimmick to like, now I'm like a, a sex kitten, you know, but um, it was, it was really nice. It was really nice, like catching up with all the girls and then seeing Auntie Jazz again. You know, I love me some jazz, you know, even though her and I wrestled before and she looked like she was my auntie beating my ass in the ring so, at impact. So I still have flashbacks on that. Take just like one step away from wrestling. I know like a few years ago, you mentioned that you would collect shot glasses when you were going to different states and different countries. So how many shot glasses do you have now? In, Too like, many. A, a, whole, a whole rack already filled up. <laughs> I still I broke my Canada one, so I got to go back to Canada and get another one. Oh, I, accidentally, yeah. I, accidentally, I accidentally dropped it in the, in the blender. And I didn't realize it was in there. So, of course, you know, when you're doing dishes and you turn the blender on, I'm like, oh, God. You know, I was really I was really sad about that. You know, I wasn't too much sad about the Tinkerbell shot, but <laughs> I was more so sad about the Canada shot. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, so your reign, what was your kind of going to your MCW days? What was the favorite part about your reign there? Oh, gosh. Well, from... I guess being the first MCW Women's Champion there, so that's history within itself. I guess back in the day, they used to be known as Bone Breakers, from what uh, Dan McDevitt told me is where, like, originally where Mickey James and Lita came from. And I remember meeting Lita. She was kind of a bit of my mentor earlier in my, you know, stages of wrestling. Like, um, and she was also, like, my ref, referee one time. So I always love, like, you know, listening to her stories, taking her advice. You know, she she's so cool and so rad. And, you know, obviously, you know, starting out, I was like, I want to do a moonsault just exactly like her. Mm. You know, so um, I was very fortunate during that time, you know, when I did got founded by Gilbert in the very beginning of my career. You know, the school didn't last too long. It only lasted for three months. So what can I really learn within you know, over at Gilbert's within three months, you know, but when MCW opened up and I met Dan McDevitt, he took me underneath his wing. He's nothing more like, um, like a wrestling dad to me. And I was able to meet like Mickey and Lita and, you know, and learn so much from them. And I'm still learning as of today, even though I'm nine years in, I never stopped learning. Mm -hmm. 
So I got to ask, um, last year you did a recent interview with WrestleZone and you briefly talked about your time in Japan. Um, yeah. And I think that's so important, honestly, to, to know your study in college and even using that when you wrestled in Japan. So just, just briefly tell us what did you love the most about being over there and what were your some, uh, some of the biggest things that you miss being over there um, now? Uh, so when I took Japanese when I was in college, I wasn't in wrestling at the time. You know, I didn't grow up on wrestling. I didn't even watch wrestling. So I never thought in a million years that I ever had to utilize it. I just blatantly wanted to challenge myself because, you know, when you're in school and college, you either learn French or Spanish or I'm like, you know, I saw Japanese. I'm like, you know what? I either take Chinese or Japanese and I actually wanted to challenge myself. I'm like, you know, I always wanted to go to Japan when I was a little girl. So maybe if I take it and who knows if I wanted to become a teacher over there, you know, and help with like English, you know, I would do it. But that was like my only reason. I just basically wanted to challenge myself. It just so happened throughout the years. I stumbled into wrestling and then had an opportunity to go to Japan, you know, and be out there for like back and forth like for like a year you know but i love it i love the culture i love the respect they're very good on like respecting and respecting others the food you know and chiguza like how the way she trains a girl is that you have to reach a certain weight in order to wrestle and they start at a very young age too so if you do not reach a particular weight you know you won't be able to debut, you know, the reason for the weight is because it's to protect your body. You don't want to be like a teeny little thing. And then God forbid, like you pop a hip or something, you need, you need some weight on you to help, to help protect you. You know, and like the wrestling ring is really nice, you know, it's not like kind of like over here. It's like, you know, you're messing your body up. Granny, you can mess your body up over there too, but the rings over there is built for wrestlers compared to like the rings really so much here. But um, yeah, it's just the, the kayfabe. They still keep that very strong. The respect, the wrestling, the culture, the, it's like when you, wrestling over there is considered as a job job compared to so much here in, in the US, you know, and a lot of the girls, they'll like finish school or drop out of school and then they come here, you know, come to the dojo and train there. They're not allowed to see their family until they mm. debut. So that could take about six to nine months to a year. They could talk to them on the phone, but you have to be 100% committed to your job, you know, and then until you debut, then, you know, that's the day that your parents will show up at the show and see you perform, you know, but it's like you're becoming like a new being within yourself and um, like welcome to adulthood type of thing. But we we definitely keep it kayfabe from the young girls until the week before they debut. And then they realize like, oh, wait, it's a work. <laughs> like, you know, so all that hard training, you know, they're dedicating very strongly to it. And like, you know, you're not allowed to have boyfriends, you know, men are prohibited. You have a curfew. You have to wake up at a particular time. When you come in, you wear like a uniform because you're representing that company, you know, just as if you were working at any other type of, you know, top end company here in the U.S., you have to like act accordingly. 
with the, it's like a whole team, you know. When you're in the ring, you're the individual that you're wrestling. But when you come there to the place, you help build the ring, you help take it down. You come in like with a jumpsuit representing the company. You know, you're not just like by yourself. In, in, yeah, yeah. You you represent that company. You have to keep a good face, you know, because that looks good. A, not only to the company, but also to your mentor. Well, before we move on, I just want to thank you for sharing that. I've seen a lot of platforms and interviews where you've opened up about it, but there's not a lot of intensiveness in it. And I've always wanted, like, I was just like, I want to know, like, what she was doing. Well, <laughs> well, okay. So I did have an opportunity to go to stardom and I turned it down. And I decided to go with Marvelous solely because it's nothing against stardom. It's really not. Like, granted, stardom is very popular, but I wanted to learn the old Joshi lifestyle. I wanted to learn the old the old school way and what better way to learn it from Chuguza Nagio who has been in the business for so long and let alone on top of that it's just the history of this woman you know not I feel like not too many people know that or they forgot about that but you know granted yes stardom is very popular and I kind of feel like it's more Americanized but I wanted to learn the whole militant like if you watch the document of Gaia or Gaia girls on YouTube you understand why it's exactly like that when I started out. Yeah, it, it lightened up, you know, because I had to, like, explain, like, look, like, some American girls are not used to this strict mentality. Unless you mm -hmm. grew up, like, in a military home, me, you know, you, you'll understand it. But some girls can handle it and some girls can't, you know. And it's like, you know, it's it's not, I think it's like the isolation and the loneliness, you know, um, now Marvelous is in Funabashi, which is more in a city. But when I started out, it was in Chiba in the middle of nowhere in the countryside, barely any Wi-Fi. You know, so, <laughs> so like when I started out, it was very different. And then when I got like Nyla Rose over there in Sahara 7 and all the other girls, you know, I had to like explain it to like the Japanese, like, hey, you know, um, it's kind of a little bit too much for them, you know, like, right? <laughs> like, like it might be a little bit too much for them, you know, just kind of like understand there's a, there's a whole foreign country within themselves, you know, they may feel lonely or whatever the case may be, you know, so they understood it. They were, I guess, like when they having issues or problems with foreigners, they call, they call me. And then I have to like talk to them. And then I'm like, look, you know, you're coming over there to learn from them, not the other way around. You have to abide by their rules, their culture, their this, that, and that. It doesn't matter how long you've been in the business. It doesn't matter how old you are. Marvelous is treated like a family. You know, mm -hmm. there's no like, oh, I'm higher than you and this, that, and that. They're like, you know, you have one senpai. Yeah, granted, there's kohai. You know, there's the kohai, and then there's carrier. But really, you know, mama. I call her Pama. You know, Mama Papa. She's, you know, she wants the student to be like a sisterhood. So it's like you gotta get used to like eat together, sleep together, maybe even shower and bathe together. Get used to it all. Mm. You said you considered Lita like a mentor. So what was some advice she passed on to you? Uh, so when I was starting out, um, like, I guess, like, she may have, like, heard something about me, but she didn't understand it. But she's, but I guess, like, from what, like, Dan McDev told me, like, when she saw me, she's like, oh, I see 
why she is given a hard time, you know? So it's like, you know, like when you come in, like, you know, you're kind of like cute little thing or whatever. And then like, it kind of rubs like maybe some girls the wrong way because they're like, I've been in the business forever or who does she think she is and this, that, and the third. And of course me, here's me. Like I could be the most judgmental person ever, but I just wasn't brought up to be such a way. You know, so I like to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. There's some people may not be that way. And, she, you know, Lita told me, like, do not, whatever you do, do not let the business change you. Do not let people around you who are very bitter or who may have the green eye monster change you. Still be yourself and never change no matter, because what goes up always comes back down. And she said, and that's why you are the you are in the position where you are today. And others are still stuck in their same positions, you know. It's absolutely crazy. So we're in 2022. The pandemic is, I don't know, wherever it is right now. Um, you've done a lot this year so far. What's the game plan for 2022 for the rest uh, for the rest of the year? For the rest of the year, I'll finish up this house. <laughs> you know, I think... Um, I think hopefully, you know, like, honestly, like, if I get signed, that's great. If I don't get signed, I'm fine with that, too. You know, as long as you're making money, I think, I think with this business, what a lot of people do, you know, this, this business to make money. And, you know, there's some people, they kind of like want to blow their money or whatever. You know, it's great. It's good to have like a a second job than only just putting all your eggs in the basket with this business because mm -hmm. not, this business does not owe you anything. You know, nobody doesn't owe you anything, but what you can do is just take the money that you invest into this business and make it more. You can invest like the money that you make and make like more merchandising or put it into like your schooling or whatever extra stuff that you want to learn. You know, but it's also good to have like something to fall back on too, because God forbid, if you ever get hurt, then what? Right. Well, I hope you get signed because I can definitely see you at any one of the promotions. But you know, I see you stay working. Uh, I see you stay you staying in the gym. So you know, we'll hold yeah, I'm, hope I'm up at I'm up around at four thirty in the morning. I don't sleep. I am tired. Listen, well, maybe those nights where you're in the bed with Rockstar Spud, maybe you can convince him and y'all to come to Impact. I don't know. I, I would I would love to, because I've been going to the Impact Live shows lately. I would love to see you guys just make a surprise. And I maybe was wondering where you're going with that. Maybe Facebook like, knows. I don't know. Like, I, I would, I would love to. Every, everybody loves my husband. Like, man, like how we were acting with the 24-7, it's no different than at home. It's really not. That is us. It's really not. It's like, he makes me laugh. And humor goes a long way. I could be old, gray, and looking like a silver fox, and he can mm -hmm. still be silver hair and acting up and everything else. And it's just humor. Humor makes me laugh. That's what Mike Verdon mean to him. I was wondering where you're going with that question because you're like, I could see you and then your husband in the bed. I was like, wait, what? Where, where are we going with this? Listen, so, um, I'm talking about how they be in the bed watching wrestling, TK. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see them pop up. That's all. That's it. He, I he's, do too. He's too, he's too damn goofy for my own good. <laughs> he, is just, he is crazy. 
Like, I admit, I have a crazy husband, but it's a crazy in a good way. And the crazy in the most simple way. Sometimes I call him simple, but you know what? He's my little simpleton. <laughs> there it is. He your husband. There it is. And that's love for sure. Um, yes. We're going to get into some rapid hot tags. Are you ready? Uh-oh. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll you'll be safe. I'm nervous. nervous. (laughs) You'll be good. So, rapid hot tags. I ask you a question. You say the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, Okay. okay. So, who is your favorite artist of all time? Like actor or or music? Music. Oh, 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 snap! Uh, uh, Lil Kim. Lil Kim. Okay. (laughs) Favorite body part to work on? Huh? Favorite body part to work on? My butt. <laughs> favorite show, favorite show to binge watch. Bridgerton. Oh, that's yes. Uh, your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones' pets, you have time to safely uh, make one final dash. What item would you uh, get? After saving the cats and everything. Cats, loved ones, everybody, everything that you you know are valuable is safe then you can make one final dash to get one final item which one after i save the cats yes uh my saints (laughs) my saints (laughs) okay all right Uh, and you were able to live to the age of 90 and then retain either the mind or a body of a 30 year of your 30 year old self for the last 60 years of your life which one would you choose none i'll be dead i don't want to live that long Put me that in a box. I'll <laughs> like, be mad at the world if I'm living that long. Until 90, though? I don't want to live till 90 years old. 90 is like the new 70. Uh-uh. I'm done. <laughs> All right. Well, there. That, that's your answer. Uh, last question. If you, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Um, ooh. Gosh. Disappearing disappearing i'm mad she said at 90 i should be in a box Woo, okay uh, put me in a box <laughs> actually don't put me in a box actually just burn me <laughs> just burn i right think I, I, I think that's that's the way we're all going it's it, it doesn't make sense because if you think about it because i was thinking like if you think about like a century ago where are those bodies in the cemetery you just bury not around around because of the yeah, blood. <laughs> just no, yeah yeah just just burn me you know Make me into a tree. I don't know, a flower. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Um, one last thing before we get out of here. We do a panel question where every one of us answers uh the question. Um, so you can feel free to to jump in. You're gonna be like our guest co-host. Um, so the panel question, I'm literally just making this off the top of my head because I forgot to write it down in the rundown. Uh so the panel question is uh WrestleMania is coming up. If you were able to be the booker for WrestleMania and oh, book Lord. one match, book one match, and you can, and you can, you can, you are, you are the booker, you're the Vince McMahon, like you have the creative control, uh-huh. and you could book one match for WrestleMania that you feel that the world needs to see. Ooh. Who would be, and it could be individual or tag team. Who would be, who would be in your match? Bianca. And they don't have to, okay. Okay, Bianca Belair versus Naomi. Okay, I'll go next. Oh, my answer. You already know. I don't even know why you asked WWE related. (laughs) Book it now because this is the match that we were supposed to be having this year, besides a little stipulation. 
Charlotte Flair, and Sasha Banks. Hell in a Cell, main event, night one. Let's run it back and let Sasha get her revenge after all those years. Yeah. I like that. You took my answer, Renee, so I feel like just to put a little razzle-dazzle, I would probably do a triple set. And so you can get Bianca, you get Naomi, you get Sasha. And it doesn't even have to be like for a title. Let them just tear the house down. I feel like they're three very gifted women. And so we don't even need it to be for a title or anything. Let it just be one of those like right before the main event matches and let them tear the house down. It can be yes. either or not. I feel like all three women are capable of doing that. And so that's what I would put definitely as like a match for me. Oh, I like that. I, never, I didn't think of a triple threat. I like that. I like that. I mean, that, that wasn't one of the rules, but you know, this is just what happens with the panel questions. Do everybody just kind of make <laughs> yeah. it into okay, hold on. So, okay. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going to make it to my own version too, so I'm not hating on nobody. What I would love to see is Naomi turn heel. She joins the Samoan dynasty and she wrecks shop mm. through the women's locker room. Like y'all heifers have been disrespecting me for way too long. Yes. It is now time for y'all to feel the wrath. And then she has a faction going. Like, that's what, bring back Nia Jax. Like, just wreck, her, Tamina, and Nia Jax, just wreck it, wreck through the locker room and call it a day. And, you know, I love get it. that woman her title, title by SummerSlam. That's, that's what I would love to see. Um, I love it. I mean, like, I absolutely love and adore Naomi. You know, like, she is such... She is such a legend in her own right. Like, there's like a little bit part of me feel like she doesn't get like the recognition or even bring Foxy into the mix of it. Like Foxy as well, you know? But I I kind of like, I love like the diva, you know? Uh, look at me, there you go. <laughs> like, so, I mean. I mean, there's, there's no space for it. There's no space for everybody. And I agree with you. They definitely don't give, I mean, that's a whole nother show in itself. Yeah, they that's a whole nother subject within itself. Yeah. The, the respect but um that would be all of our choices i like every last one of them i knew nikki were gonna go with charlotte because that's just what it is um but uh with that being said renee thank you so much for joining us uh where can everybody find you if if they're not following you because let me tell you all before you give them your social please if you're not following her your social inspired me to go because I've been I, I've, I've I've been meaning to go to the gym last two weeks. I've been you know working a lot, but you I went on your social. I'm like I need to do some squats or something sometime today. I need to fit it in while I'm doing something because you have inspired me. So where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter, which is one Renee Michelle, and you can find me on Instagram, which is Lady RM. There it is. And Miss Nikki, where can everybody find you? Uh, you guys can find me at Nikki Bougie. That's Instagram, Twitter. I'm not going to give my disclaimer, but you know. <laughs> I already know. Hey, Katrina, where can everybody find you? I am pretty much everywhere. So just in cat we trust. If you're on Instagram, Twitter, just change the E two or three. Yes. And not on OnlyFans. Just, you know. Yes, I feel like. I forgot about my OnlyFans. I need to get back into that. 
I mean, I was watching the documentary, the only thing that they be making bank. It had me thinking, like, do y'all yeah. want to hear me talk and read a book or something? Like, like I, I kind of I stopped doing it because I'm like, some of these fans are out of out of control. Like, I need to take a break. I can only imagine. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. It's crazy on that beast. Uh, however, uh, when you guys could take a break from watching OnlyFans, you can go to www.talkpod.com to check out all our women's wrestling content. You go on our social media, www.talkpod, to check all that out. It is active. It is booming. We have a lot of live shows going on. Um, we have uh, we have an Impact live show. We have a fashion live show. We have SmackDown live show, Raw. Um, we have news every week. We have a lot of shows going on. So definitely check that out. Like Nikki said, at the top of the show, we are selling Women's History Month. So we have an article dropping every single day. Um, so definitely check that out as well. You can go to www.talkpod.com for all that information. And you can follow you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. Thank you guys so much for watching. Ciao. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.